Welcome to the reigning lunatic. Coming to you from the kingdom of Welchmania. This sixth edition sponsored by the Stubborn Thumb Pub and Moth Sanctuary. The Stubborn Thumb. No, you aren't seeing spots before your eyes. They're just moths. And now, Royal Chapter 6, entitled... Wait a moment. Since when is the show titled? That's news to me. Oh, well, just read the copy. The show is titled... The Case of the Exploding Pillow. The... Explode? What does that mean? Fetch me the royal scriptwriters. Yes, sire? I need you two to explain this title. The title? Yes. And you there, writer number two. Why so quiet? He's busy just now, sire. Busy doing what? Doing your voice. Oh, a very clever dodge. Haven't you ever heard of multi-track recording, bumpkin? Now, what's all this about an exploding pillow? This reeks of regicide. Reggie who? Reggie... Assassination of a monarch, dear. But in your case, wouldn't that be lunatic aside? But seriously, all lunatics aside... Hey, is this an audience or a jury? Enough of your burlesque shenanigans. What is the meaning of this title? I can't spoil the whole show before it even gets started. Would it really spoil the whole show simply by explaining what an exploding pillow is? But if I do that, then you'll want to know how it fits into the story. And I'd have to fill in the background and tell you that these two women were talking about pillows and came up with a crazy theory that involved sleep and world peace. Well, go on. I was just getting interested. Ugh, fine. The two ladies happen to be a part of a women's gaming league, and they elect one of them to petition the High Court for their theory. Oh, how exciting. I wonder how that went. Well, it was the very next day. At 11 o'clock, the High Court came to order. Please come to order. The High Court of Welchmania invites comment on our Sovereign's most recent proclamation. The moon is a giant biscuit. Yes, yes, all right, quiet down. First witness, the Duke of Flemington. <clears throat> Thank you. I move that we put this to a vote. All in favor, say... Hold it. You can't put things to a vote. Only us old fogies on the dais can do that. Beg your pardon, my lord. <clears throat> I was overcome by my zeal. Well, get that zeal out of here and speak your words, Duke of <clears throat> Throat Clearing. I'd like to say at this moment, here and now, promptly and directly, <clears throat> forthwith and straight away. Cut to the chase, Duke of whatever it is. I support going to war. How relevant. This is going to be a long day in the royal court. <sighs> Next witness, Lady Penelope Yellowthroat. Thank you, my lord. I can't help but noticing you're yawning and looking rather drawn and tired. It's nothing, my lady. 
Please speak your piece. Well, it just happens that yawning plays a part in my discourse. You see, I represent the entire Royal Ladies Candy Crush League. Yes, yes, please get on. Please get to the... We, the League, protest the march to war most vociferously. Duly noted. And mean to suggest an alternative. An alternative? Yes, my lord. To war? Yes, my lord. My lady, ordinarily we do not welcome alternatives to war, especially from, uh, ladies. But, my lord... Our notion is simple. How simple could it be? Simply this. Everybody, but everybody, needs a good night of sleep. Ah, splendid notion. Quiet! Now, back to your alternative. Thank you, my lord. We of the Ladies' Candy Crush League believe that all parties would benefit greatly from a night of solid, restful sleep. Yes, go on. And upon studying the matter, we all came to a conclusion. Finally. Let's hear it, then. Pillows, my lord. Quiet! 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 Pillows, lady? Yes, my lord. Pillows. The benefit of a nice, comfy pillow is measurable on a waking mood and daily good humour. Are you... And if everyone got a good night's sleep, then you wouldn't all be so grouchy, would you? Grouchy? Yes. Me? A nice, fluffy pillow could do wonders for you, my lord. And just what do you mean? Yes, lord? By the word pillow... Ah, forgive me, my lord. It's a word of our own invention. A pillow is for the head and face to lay on while sleeping in the night. A slip of fabric surrounding something soft, like the downy feathers of the turtle duck. For instance. You want me to put this thing under my head while I sleep? Yes, lord. And what's wrong with the traditional headrest? A fine chunk of granite. We were sceptical, too, at first, not fancying ourselves inventors. But believe me, sire, we've all tried it, and it works wonders. Just a moment. Hold on, General Clang. It's not your turn yet. But the fair lady's brilliant invention has given me a fiendishly clever idea. Somebody call a scribe. Quick, 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 quick. Sir, this is most rude of you. A thousand pardons, my lady, but this... Pillow of yours? What if instead of turtle duck feathers, what if it was filled with gunpowder? What? This pillow of yours can be rigged to explode. But general. Thus eliminating the rival head of state's head. <laughs> Honestly, you men. Silence. Leave it to you to take a wondrous invention that portends a path to peace for all people and cravenly turn it into a deadly weapon. But I'm a general. That's my job. Enough. And my name is not Cravenly. Quiet. I protest. But again. Shut up. And that's the reason I can't explain it to you. Now I see. That is a good backstory. I can't wait to hear it. All is forgiven. Thank you, sire. Take them favorably away. And next, uh, w what else is on the royal agenda for today? My captain of the guards wants to talk to you about a rebel attack in the east, sire. In the east now? Damn it, captain. 
Yes, my luge. I want to talk to you about the latest rebel attack and the- Yes, yes, we heard that bit already. Cut to the gist. The attacks were most bothersome, sir. We've had to delay construction of the Grand Border Wall. Damn it, not again. Did I not charge you with bringing in any ringleaders? We did capture one lead ringer, sire. He had rashly advertised for more henchmen on Craigslist. Excellent. We must make an example of him. Throw him to the lions. I'm sorry, sire, but that accursed actuary sold the lions for budgetary reasons. Well, throw him to something. We have a large badger, sire. Something man-eating, you twit. Throw him to the caimans of the moat, if they're not still digesting their last victim. At once, sire. Then you must send word about this triumphant capture to the furthest reaches of the kingdom. I'll have a drone do it, sire. Oh, goody, I love gadgets. When did we get a... No, sire, I didn't mean that kind of... You did say drone. I meant more along the lines of a low-ranking legionnaire, sire. Oh. Humph. If that's all, my luge, I take my leave. Hmm. Pretty quiet in the throne room. Perhaps it's time we heard a tune. Guard, any musicians handy? No, sire. Did you check the closet? Afraid not, sire. Humph. Time to go out and rustle up some new musicians. But, sire, there is one last item on the royal agenda. What's that? The professor is here with his bi-monthly lecture about the scientific arts. A pleasure, sire. Ah, greetings, learned professor. What's the topic this time? The development of bronze? Or perhaps Wi-Fi? Sire, we recently learned of a kind of beetle. Oh, a beetle. Hold me back. Yeah, this beetle can defend itself from predators by squirting a hot jet of acid. That's moderately interesting. You may proceed. With pleasure, sire. The Oog Pister Beetle the what? is found in South Africa, and it does indeed have the ability to send a stream of projectile acid from its abdomen straight at its attackers. Look, what's that name again? Yeah, yeah. The Oog Pister Beetle is so named because of its talent. Oog Pister means eye pisser. Oh. I'm not sure if the castle's bleepchon rude language monitoring system will let us say I, pisser. I can always just say oog pister. You'd better. It is a wonderful beetle. South Africa, you say? Don't they eat crickets there? The beetle? No, the people. I'm sure of it. They eat fried mashed locusts. And they are delicious. Ugh. Uh, Professor, apart from the fact that you have an extremely funny accent, why should I entertain this any further? Because it's worth it just to hear me say Oog Pister Beetle again. Agreed. Thank you, Professor. Guards, take him respectfully away. Wait! I've just had a brilliant idea. What if a wizard conjured up one of these beetles and then transformed it into a giant? Think of how these new rebels in the East would quail at the sight of its icky legs and carapace. Spraying jets of hot acid at them. It's like something out of Starship Troopers. Guard, summon the wizard of the day. Aye, sire. Oog, pister, indeed. 
ha! I'm a genius! And so ends this helping of the classic, of the folktale, of the archetype, of the parable, of the original, of the legend, of the hand that gripped the armrest of the throne. Gamely. Be well! This was the Reigning Lunatic Podcast, produced and co-written by Jeffrey Welchman with Betty Welchman and Jean Klingler, with our special guests, Aaron Hankin as the Royal Announcer, Courtney Calkins as the Duke of Flemington, Kate Davidson as Lady Penny, and Mark Miller as General Clang. This is a production of PDS, Poison, Poison Dart, Dart Studios, Studios, Baltimore. Enough of your burlesque shenanigans. English edition. Enough of your music hall shenanigans. Please come to order. But before you do come to order, be sure to check the chalkboard for today's specials. I thank you.